If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. In the future, talk radio will actually educate, inspire, and make you think. The future is now. Topics and music that affect your life from Universal Broadcasting Network. Tune in at ubnradio.com. This is On Air with Tony Sweet, your number one source for all things entertainment, exclusive interviews, and guests from TV, film, the Broadway stage, and your favorite musical artists of today. Talking shop is a given, but deep conversation is Tony's specialty. On Air with Tony Sweet starts now, exclusively on UBN Radio. Okay, it's On Air with Tony Sweet. On a Wednesday afternoon, yes, I am Tony Sweet, your host, and Carla Renata's not here. She is in Louisiana filming a commercial, which is great for her, but uh, I thought since Carla's not here, I have to have a strong, beautiful black woman sit in with me, so I had Carlita Hodges in the house. <laughs> Gorgeous lady. Thank you, Tony. How you doing, beautiful lady? Absolutely wonderful, and thank you for having me. Well, I, I, listen, the, you were the first person I thought it was. It was weird. The weirdest thing is I thought in my head, I said, I want to see if Carlita wants to come in this Wednesday and interview our guest today with us. And uh, within a minute, you Facebook messaged me. I did. And was I was like, oh, my God, that was like eerie. <laughs> I know. So I knew it must have meant been meant to be. So. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest, and we're going to interview him in about 10 minutes about his upcoming movie, Union Bound. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Tank Jones in the house. Hey, guys. Tank. Yes, sir. How you doing? Fantastic, brother. Looking all good, man. You got it dressed up for us, or just have something to go to afterwards? Oh, come on. <laughs> of course it's for you. Oh, okay. Uh, well, before we get started with the, the movie, I was I just want to kind of talk about uh, with you and Carlita. But Carlita has something coming up uh, April twenty third. Yes, I do. Uh, and tell us about uh, your event coming up and what it's about. Uh, I have a foundation called the Purple Bottom Foundation, and it's about helping domestic. It's for domestic violence, helping women and men who have been. Victims of domestic violence. Okay, and nice. I can show this right. Yeah, please. I have a oh, actually. Oh, I have oh. a yeah. You have a, it up there. Up there, right there. So yeah, and it's April twenty third, and it's in Beverly Hills at um, what time are we doing this? Um, hmm, eleven thirty to two thirty p.m. And the admission is fifty dollars. And Tink, I would love for you to come if you're in town. I would be honored to come. Okay, that's fantastic. Yay! Yeah. You got it on and, tape. And Tony, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. and Tony, you as well. Oh, I would love to make it. Okay. If I can get, get get there, is it a red carpet or it's purple carpet? It's a purple carpet. Oh, yes, nice. we're going to have a purple carpet. Nice. Do we have to wear purple if we come? Or? Absolutely I not. I have a Barney <laughs> outfit I can wear. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, so we're going to have music. We're going to have a young lady named Ashley Weathers. She was actually um, a victim. She was oh, shot wow. in, in the face, and she's oh going to talk about God. Yeah, but she survived it, so she has work to do. 
and um, she's going to talk about what happened in her experience. Mm-hmm. And we have um, Karen McLean. She's going to be the host. Mm-hmm. And we have some, you know, the mayor's coming out. Yeah. The Hills mayor, and, yeah, wow. Mayor, and we're l- hoping that Los Angeles mayor comes out. So we have a lot of things going on. We are going to uh, party a little bit. We're nice. going to definitely eat. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Take a, little, a couple of mimosas. Mm. <laughs> and some orange juice. So look at that too. face. I'll like, take oh, the orange yeah. juice. You can <laughs> have the, the I'm, remaining. Yeah. I'm having a mimosa. Yes, I am. Well, yeah. so why why is this so uh, uh, such a part of your life, and what's you know what's behind it? Well, I too, I'm a survivor actually mm-hmm. of domestic violence, and you know, it's not talked about. I was, you know, of course, and maybe you do or don't know. I was actually married to a celebrity basketball player. He mm. played Craig Hodges, mm-hmm. and he didn't beat me. Yeah, he beat me up, but I emotionally, was, yes, right. absolutely positively. Mm-hmm. And then after I got out of that, I went from one to another. So oh. I actually have um, a big fat cut in my head oh, from wow. being beat. Yeah. So uh, until I was going to say, what was that point where you finally said enough is enough? Like you know, you're not going to believe this, but maybe two to three years ago. Just two to three wow. years ago. Yeah, I was in something else, and <laughs> I had a gun pulled on me. And that's when I broke. I feel like I should go give you a hug right I now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Get over there. Yes. Give me a hand hug. Okay. I give yes right now. Okay. So yeah, and finally I thought, you know what? This is not good. I am I've I'm beat down. I'm hurt. Mm-hmm. I was petrified, not terrified. Mm-hmm. And I have an eight year old and I had to stick her under the bed and hide her. And then it all just came on me like, you know what? If I go, she's not gonna have a parent because I'm mm-hmm. gonna be gone and he's gonna be in jail. So I just had to really hide myself and pull back and feel like I just gotta just I mm. can't anymore. So I, I got into counseling, and then as I'm in counseling, I'm hearing these stories and I'm seeing these faces and mm-hmm. it was horrible. And I thought, what do I what do I do? How do I help? And so I started the foundation. Mm. And a lot of people ask why purple bottom. So purple is our color for domestic violence. Okay. And I have another part to this. I'm going to have a purple shoe, and it's all about walking away. How do I help you walk away? We're going to walk away. We're going to educate men and women, but women, women, women. Mm -hmm. And then eventually I'm going to evolve this foundation into where um, we can have homes for these women. Mm -hmm. Because once you get in the situation and you get taken out of your element, you go homeless, you go hungry, and you have children, and you're just out there. Some of us are living in our cars, and I want to house some of us, yeah. you know, as many as possible. So, yeah, we're going to make it happen. And I th- what's, what's weird, and it's not really weird, what's uh, fascinating to me, wh- when you're going through this, you probably felt like you're so really alone. Absolutely. Where it's, this is very common mm-hmm. of women, yeah. abusive, and men, but, you know, majority of it's women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a household that's being abused. Absolutely. And this is going on, and I guarantee you know somebody. Right. That, that, somebody. that, that knows somebody that, that, that on a daily bas- basis is being abused one Absolutely. way or the other. Yeah. Right. And, and you would never yeah. know. My sister, and, and, and it's, it's a generational thing for my family because my mother, and oh my, really? sister, mm-hmm, my sister was beat black and blue. So this is really what you knew? You Absolutely. thought that was like, quote, quote, normal. Well, actually, I didn't know a lot of times I was in it. You don't right. usually know you're in it because you're so in it. Right. You know, so I wasn't dating the person that pulled the gun. I wasn't dating him anymore for six years. Mm-hmm. And Man. there was a moment when, right, he just, some jealousy came about. And I'm like, ooh, what's this? So, yeah, I went and got some help. But I didn't even know there was help. 
Really? Wow. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't, but I didn't know I was in it. Because you don't know to look for it, I guess. Right. I didn't. It. Right. I knew my sister was in it because she had black and blue eyes. So you know, and what I, I just helped her run away. It's in my book too. You remember the book? I do remember I do the have book. A book. That's it's it. Called, it's called Carlita's Way Out of the Dark Into the Light: My Journey, and it talks about um, my life, definitely. Mm. And I want to give a book away today. I yay! It's all right. Oh, man. Oh, there's a book but right there. Thank oh. you. And I love to read. <laughs> no, and I love to read. I'll sign it after we're done here. My this girl. is great. Yeah, let's do a giveaway. Well, let's do a giveaway. Yeah. We will. Uh, throughout the show, we'll, we'll try to either get a call in or maybe somebody on f- social media. We can get somebody to yeah. take the book. And we Absolutely. definitely, and somebody out there, you may know somebody that the book might help. Yep. That's yes. my other Absolutely. thought. Yeah. To give yeah. that to. Yeah. But after I read it. But yeah, come out and uh, support the Purple Bottom Foundation. Donate. Somebody can't afford it. I've given away a couple of tickets because some people were saying, Curly, I don't want to come. I can't go. I can't afford so, yeah, it. So, yes, we had some donations come in, so I thought, that's a ticket. Okay, you can't come. I'll let this person come. So, yeah, we've I've given away, I think, three so far. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so proud of you for doing that because it takes Thank a lot. You. It takes a lot to. It's a lot of work. Well, it, it, a lot to admit it to yourself yeah. that not, not that. It was anything of your fault, but, you know, it's an issue that we have to deal with ourselves. that we have to realize that something within us that we're choosing these type of people and allowing that to happen. Then once you, like you said, you get that pivotal moment to change and say no more. Right. And, and, you know, you're still a young lady, but, you know, to think about, you know, I'm 46, to think about, you know, at at 45, that was the moment that I, I made a decision. You're like, why didn't? You know, I'm not a kid anymore. Why didn't I make those decisions back when I was in my 20s or my 30s? Right. And let's, yeah. let's, let's talk about this. I was 52. Wow. I'm 55 today. Look wow. at you. Today? Well, oh, I Jan- thought you January. said that. Yeah. 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 January. But you yeah. Good. Beautiful Thank girl. you. Like, right. What do they say? But Black don't crack. Yeah, and you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. You look beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Absolutely. So, yeah, it took me a long time. Yeah, Good because it's, it's hard to look at yourself. Mm. That's the well, when you're in it. Yeah, it's but now, but what about now? Eyes are wide open. Look at you! I can yeah. tell. <laughs> I can tell. Eyes you seem very open. happy. Yeah, I am happy. I'm happy for a change. Yeah. Yeah, and that's good. that's that's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. Well, I uh, again thank you for sharing that because again you never know who's going to be listening, yeah. watching, mm-hmm. and that you can make a difference to somebody's life, and uh, definitely. Uh, the experiences we all go through, no mm-hmm. matter what it is, if it's you know an alcoholic family, drug in your you all know siblings or mm-hmm. yourself, you know I see it all the time. People on Facebook now with social media, mm-hmm. that you can see what people go through on a daily basis through their relationships, right. through drug mm-hmm. addicts, to whatever. And so uh, I think you know if people just open their eyes and start learning from other people's experience and mm-hmm. realize they're not alone. Right that there is help out there. Absolutely. um, All right, well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk with our our new friend here, uh, (laughs) Tank. And I, uh, both Carlita and I had an opportunity to watch the, the film, Union Bound, and uh, I loved it. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a person that loves history. Right. And so I, I couldn't wait. And uh, Sean Stone is mm-hmm. in it. And what's I, I, Randy Wayne? R- yeah, Randy. Yeah, yeah, Randy Wade. Randy Wayne. Wayne. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, so I, I I was impressed with the acting and the storyline. So when we come back, we're gonna do a little t- trailer. We're gonna talk with Tank Jones. So don't go anywhere. Honor with Tony Sweet, with Tony and 
Carlita. That's right. <laughs> We're right back. We'll be right back. Damn fool, haven't you seen enough of this southern hospitality? Oh, that's a... Yeah, it is heavy. We're gonna die out here. You said so yourself. She's like, don't you? <laughs> We were supposed to be exchanged, not sent to another prison. Suppose so. This ain't no way to be treating men. What we need is trickery. We need to find a way to steal ourselves right out of this camp. Y'all better get up and come inside. The contraband, Jim. It will hang you. It's like Mr. Joseph say. We well, all I mean, got a purpose. Yeah, I did. And then I, I just you ain't never gonna to walk. I went over to my parents' house and I had this big red on my face and There's a lot of feet in big sleeves. Hope folks out along the way. Follow directions. Be alright. And we just watched the trailer to Union Bound, and I have to say, this movie is uh, it's uh, based on a true story. Yes, sir. And uh, Sean Stone plays the, I guess, the main character of Joseph Hoover, who the the diaries were about. Right. Uh, and Union Bound is coming out the, in, uh, was it? In Friday, two, April 22nd. 22nd. Yes, sir. And uh, so tell us, when you first got this, uh, uh, I guess, audition... <laughs> <laughs> when when you know getting to to play a slave right. was that was that something you've never played before I've or? never played a slave before and and how was that to get even just to be up for that role Well here go back up to your first question as far okay. as how I found out about Union Bound so the, us, the director of Union Bound his name is Harvey Larry Harvey Larry Yeah Harvey's a great friend of mine we're like family Oh good and we have we've done a couple other projects together and I'm sitting in, I'm at a crossroads, if you will, in my life, because I've been blessed and fortunate that I can do a lot of different things. Right. But when you do a lot of things, and you think you can do a lot of different <laughs> right. things, and right. all you're doing is just wasting energy here, 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 and I just kind of got tired of that. I said, you know what, I need to focus. I love acting. I love, and I got to the and point And you're good where, at it? Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yes, you're really good at it. Well, you know what? I'm start blushing here no, in a minute. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I was sitting in a, he was filming a, a, a movie out in Arizona, and I was out there at the time. So I said, okay, I'm going to go, and I'm going to check it out, what you right. guys are doing. And then I started talking to him. I said, you know, I really need to get back to what I do. And he said, funny, I've got a film coming up, uh, shooting in North Carolina in a few weeks. Take a look at the script. North Let me Carolina? know what you think. They did it before the anti-gay bill. This is this is true. This was back in two thousand four. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. fourteen? I think. Yeah. Oh wow! So it's been a couple of years. It's been a couple, almost yeah. two. And when I read the script, he didn't give me any particular role, but I was reading it and I had notes for him. I said I thought it was really cool, and he told me that it was a true story because Joseph Hoover is a person. He worked for the Union Army. Right. I said he was a soldier in the Union Army. Gets captured by the Confederacy, shipped down to prison. He mm -hmm. escapes. Somehow stumbles upon a plantation where there were slaves that agreed to help 
him. Which is, I found very fascinating. And I told him, I said, that's an interesting take on the yeah. Civil War. Right. He said, it's not a take. It's that's an actual true. true story. So it really, it drew me to it. And then I said, I, I really love the story. Would love to be a part of it if there's a part for me. I, I gave him notes on Simon. I gave him notes on Jim Young. And they were there was another actor who uh, was in The Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. And they were going to have him play the role of Jim. Oh. But Harvey's seen me work. He knows me. He said, well, why don't you do the part? Hmm. I said, I would be honored. So you talk audition. There was no audition. Oh, wow. I, 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 look at I read it. And he said, I know. I said, this is one of the lead roles. He said, look, I know you. I know you can do it. I know you've got the range. So I, I believe in you. And that's, him, that's good. That's yeah, good when you don't have to. Like, well, it, well yeah. it's good, but at the same time. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah, it was. And so what I did was I made sure I put everything that I could into this uh, project because Jim goes through so many emotional arcs. Right. Yes. And as an actor and professional, you want the opportunity to do something like that to see if you can pull it off. And I, I hopefully, I mean, I've, I've heard different reviews back and forth. Hopefully people, when they go, they enjoy it, and hopefully they see the work. Mm -hmm. That and uh, the camaraderie that I have between the other actors. I know you haven't asked me this yet, Tony, but I'm just going and I'm Go flowing it. into it because when I got down, you asked me what it was like to play a slave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I went down to North Carolina. I've never been on a real plantation before. Uh, I did a lot of research for this role. I watched every documentary that I could about the Civil War era, about slavery. I watched as many films as I could. Of course, I watched Roots, of course. Mm -hmm. I, I even watched Mandingo. I don't <laughs> know why. But everything that I could get my hands on. And so I could really make this character authentic because okay. I felt also that pressure. I didn't want to make Jim a caricature. I wanted people, uh, when right. they saw him, to look at his humanity. Not, yeah. oh, here's another uh, film with black slaves in it, and then right, everybody gets all up in upheaval and disheveled because of it. And right. like, No, I wanted to make him a real person to show us humanity. I got to the plantation that we were shooting this at. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how I was going to react. And I'm sitting at this plantation when I get there. I see the slave quarters. Mm. I see the tools that they used. Mm. And it just floored me. I couldn't move for about 15, 20 minutes. Hmm. I'm standing there speechless, silent. Everybody walked from around me, just kind of left. I said, just let him, let him be. I'm absorbing this, and I'm just, wow, this is where this slavery actually happened here. There were actual slaves here. They slept here. They used these tools. Maybe some of my descendants. I have no idea. And it just, I, I, um, I felt even more, say, so you know what? You need to do them proud. Hmm. Make, the, make the role Take it and really show who this man, show his humanity. One other thing, I got a chance to meet Joseph Hoover's actual descendants. Oh, my gosh. Wow. wow. Uh, Pam J and the gentleman, uh, her husband, Bill J, who transcribed uh, Joseph's uh, diaries. Mm. And she showed me the place where uh, her great-great-grandfather wrote about Jim. And I'm saying, wow. And she treated me like I was the real Jim Young. She <laughs> said, without you, we wouldn't be here right now. I said... Okay, as if I didn't have enough pressure. <laughs> Thank you very much, Pam. But yeah, wow. I mean, I loved it, man. I loved every minute of this film. I hope when people go see it again, Friday, uh, April 22nd, hope they love it too. And yeah, wow. good project. I was going to ask you, how did you prepare? But you answered my question already. But oh, I, I'm sorry, I, oh, That's okay. I don't know how to shut up sometimes. <laughs> that, that's quite right. right. okay. That, that's but, a guess that makes it easy. But, but I, I want to say, like, I thought it was just so much compassion. In the movie, every you know, not everybody. But I thought that you know when they winded up on the plantation, mm -hmm. the first plantation, mm -hmm. uh, 
they were so eager to help. The slaves were so eager to help them, you know. How interesting is that? I thought they, it was, but it's the truth. Right, what it's, I'm saying. But think about it, say, so we're celebrating right now the 150th anniversary of the end of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. think of the political t- climate that we're currently in right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First off, and first and foremost, let me say, I love the U.S. I love the fact that we have a First Amendment, Second Amendment, love that we have a Constitution that we try to follow to make because that's what makes this country right. great. Love diversity. I love the fact that people get a chance to express their opinions. I love yes, that yes. that part of social media. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have people now at a time to just feel free to express such venom uh, and such yes. hate towards yeah. other people. Yeah. And we're at the same time where it's a part where we can come together. There are so many people that are wedging so many vices in between I us. Totally agree. Yes. And so I if you would you. go back without knowing this particular history, all oh, the slaves, they probably hated all, all the white people. Like, no. And but the thing about it is you have a time where this these two guys stumble upon a plantation and they're trying to help help you, if you will, get free. Uh-huh. But they need you to help them get, get away. free. Right. And they right. look like your oppressors, and you could potentially be hung or killed. For helping. What are you going to do? Right. And that's what I like to tell people in this story. Humanity prevails. Yes, Because absolutely. we're all human, and they still choose to do the right thing, regardless of the consequences. Mm. And I think right. we've lost that a right. lot. Oh, and totally. So totally. It's it's a well, difficult thing, and I'm not not saying that I'm I'm a saint by any stretch of the imagination. I don't know what I would have <laughs> did in that situation, but it's really cool to know that people did do that at such a dark mm. time in our history. But yeah, that's I, great. That's true. But I also think that I can speak for a lot of people. We help when there's a problem. Oh yeah. Think about 9/11. There was no color. There was like. Help you, help you, help you. That's that's what it's We're all Americans. about. We're right. Americans. Come together. Yeah, we come together. We do. Yes. But even when they got to you in the movie, I I thought it was just such compassion, and I'm sitting there looking at it like, wow, look at that. Because I think that I can say this, I think people and black people, in in a hard time, they still have so much compassion. I agree. Period. I agree. And I just wish that more of that were shown, if you will, in popular press and popular media. So thank you, Tony, for having a brother on. I know. (laughs) I know. And you know, what's funny is, though, you you said, you know, we're all Americans when 9 11 happens. Back in the Civil War, the, you know, slaves were not considered Americans, they were considered property. So they, uh, that's what even makes it more miraculous that they, again, like you said, helping somebody. That's going to help them, right. and then not not in a, in a in a greedy way. Just knowing that, uh, well, well, I think was it Jim that said that's the Christian thing to do, or yeah, was, yes. yeah, Christian. Yeah. It's sad, and he's I'm not right religious, but it just seemed like Christian thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> and I just thought that was a, a very like a strong moment because, like you said, I'm not that. And you bring, I'm saying, I'm not trying to get all religious because I'm not very no. religious, but I am spiritual. Right. But when you talk about the essence of what Christianity is, that's actually what it is. Yeah. And they say, what, it, what do you boil it down to? Love God, love others, love, you, love yourself. Wait a minute, that means myself is the last thing? No, can't handle that. But that's what it's supposed <laughs> to be. And it's always, yeah. there. it's anyway, they just, you peel back the layers, that's what yeah. it's supposed to be. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love and acceptance. Yeah. And in the, in the movie, um, I don't want to give it all away, but, you know, uh, and it would break my heart to think about in the Civil War slaves that, you know, get taken away from their family. Right. That 
and never, many never see their Sam again. In, right. in this case, Jim got to meet his mother. Huh. Right. And I'm not going to tell the rest of it, but I mean, that's a very emotional point in the movie. Oh, uh, you think it was emotional watching I'm it? I'm sure, you know, filming it, feeling, you know, and knowing this is true. Like you said, and this is not just a made up story, but knowing this was actual happened. Right. Exactly. So I'm going to give you, I'm not, again, I don't want to give the film away because yeah. you need to go watch it Friday. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that the lady that played my mom in the film, mm-hmm. kudos to her because she didn't want to meet me oh. before she we shot because she wanted the moment, the first one we catch it on so camera to be authentic. That's the first real. time you guys met? Yes, sir. When wow. You saw Had never wow. seen each other before, never talked. And I, I appreciated that. I like working with other professionals mm-hmm. that really take their craft wow, seriously. Wow, that's, that's, that's serious. Yeah, that's yeah. really deep. Yeah. I, I wow. thought it was very emotional. I mean, m- m- I, I, I won't give the movie away <laughs> either, but ooh, that <laughs> part, <laughs> well, you know, it was like, wow. Well, that means that a lot. Really Thank you. That was really deep to watch. Thank you. you. Know? So how did that affect you when you sat there as Jim and you were seeing this thing take place? Well, you know, you really went there. I, I saw you go in and you lost yourself. I saw it. Thank you. You know, I saw that. Uh, well, I'm saying first and foremost, as a actor, that means a lot to hear someone else and another performer say something like that. Mm-hmm. Another artist. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I did, you know, my whole thing when I was shooting this, like I told you, I didn't audition for the part. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine who believed in my talent. Uh, enough to portray this character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, the weight of that and what it means, because, again, Sean Stone, great guy. Oliver Stone's son. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not Oliver Stone's son. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Wayne, nice fan base as well. Deuce mm-hmm. of Hazard, people know him, also a producer, great guy. And here it is, this other gentleman who come, who I've got decent credits, mm-hmm. but... I'm coming up now, if you will, in, mm-hmm. in the Hollywood ranks. And here it is, my good friend. I'm giving you a prominent role in this film. Mm-hmm. My job was to make sure that I didn't suck. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> delivered. You, so, you delivered. No, but you delivered. But now no. going to, your qu- uh, to answer your question, because of all of that, I did as much research, as, mm-hmm. like I said, and I delved in as much as I could. Shout out to Ivana Chubbick, <laughs> because she has a book called The Power of the Actor, and I also um, took her course for a while. And Ivana, she's worked with some pretty mm-hmm. high-caliber talent. Mm-hmm. And I also used my own techniques, and I just worked and worked and worked, and then I tried to find other people, and I just worked and worked and worked to the point that I knew other actors and actresses lines mm-hmm. oh, oh wow. wow me and randy we were talking about this because <laughs> we were talking about a particular <laughs> scene and he and then i was telling him his lines he's like how do you know my lines <laughs> so i said brother i'm i just i want to make sure that i can wow. i can deliver it's just plain and simple See, I, 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 i'm that. so terrible <laughs> at remembering lines and anything i'll be like um Tony Sweet's my name. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it. What else am I supposed to say? <laughs> Cut. No, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Tony, yeah. Tony would say, Tony, could you throw that line over Yeah, there? be like, hey, <laughs> line. What was that line again? <laughs> uh, and, and you know one thing that I think uh, Jim did, and especially once uh, he became a, a very big part of the of the scenes mm-hmm. in the, the movie, is uh, really if it wasn't for him, the Joseph 
and uh, oh God, what's he see? I already forgot. <laughs> what's the other guy's name? <laughs> I'm gonna let you go ahead and go through it. Read your stuff, man. That's <laughs> anyway, any okay, Randy Wayne's <laughs> character. <laughs> I can't remember. So, but what, like, it, I I honestly think they would have made was it. Tom. Tom. There we go. <laughs> I I don't think he would have made it. Or they wouldn't have made it. You well, would have. You kind of kept them alive, and hmm. then at well, again, I'm not going to give it away, but to to make the decision to not go with them. There's a de- there's decisions, like Tony. Huge. After decision, after decision, after decision that, was, that he has to make, and that's yes. one of them. Mm-hmm. And again, say to not give it away, but yeah, that that was one of those moments wow. too that we said. And because I'm like, go, go. <laughs> say please. <laughs> yeah. I was say, I was saying don't. Because you're not going to, if you go, that, that's it. The that's unknown is yeah. on both sides, mm-hmm. yeah. if you yeah. will. And that's, uh, to me, if you watch it in that lens, that's what makes it a beautiful mm-hmm. piece. Because the unknown is on both sides. And you can educated, make educated guesses, if you will, as to what happened. And you can hope and pray for the best. Well, mm. I, well mm. I went to go do some research. I'm like, what happened to him? Because like, I, I wanted to know. I wanted to know. So yeah, I, I like so, it. So I'm I went to Google and I just found out some stuff. Trying to find some more stuff on Mr. Jim I Young. D- I did <laughs> find some things on Mr. Jim Young. Wow. Mr. Underground Railroad. I'm just saying, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm proud to have yeah. been a part of it for someone who actually had a role in all of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a good role. Is that, good well, role. not just from the film, but historically speaking. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. his life. Yeah. yeah. So working with um, Randy and Sean, mm-hmm. what was it like on, uh, well, when the camera wasn't on? The guys are great. <laughs> Honestly, man, Sean and, and Randy are two great guys. We still talk. We still oh, do? hang yeah. out. Uh, when we did the two premieres out in, uh, well, they went to the one, but when we did the one out in North Carolina, me and Sean, same thing when we, we were doing on set. <laughs> we were just hanging out, going, exploring yeah. the city, going to coffee shops and everything. Mm-hmm. Sean, Sean is super cool. Yeah. And Randy, we got we have a lot of things in common. Randy also did research on me and found out about my hip-hop days. So he's playing, oh, look at that. He was playing <laughs> my music. Hip-hop, <laughs> it was hilarious, man. You're a singer? I actually used to do a little bit of hip hop, so I rap. Also, uh, uh, play a little bit of piano and guitar. So. Wow, talented! So, yeah. And so you grew up in Illinois, as you said. I grew up on a farm, man. I knew I learned how to drive on a tractor. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Well, Just I grew up. Yeah, I grew up in a small, small town in Kansas. So you know, it was like the stick shift, old beat up pickup truck. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. No tractor, but uh, well, hey, tra- <laughs> tractor, tractor, and a lawnmower. My grandfather a had a lawnmower that he he jimmied up that could go. <laughs> About 35 <laughs> miles an hour, brother. I lived on a farm. I lived on a farm as an adult. Okay. Yeah, and we had horses, so I, I rode horses. No chickens or cows? I didn't. I had three cows, but they were supposed to be to raise to eat, but mm. I named them. So I was like, we can't eat Bertha. Are you nice? You can't kill her. That's funny. You can't eat her. What are you eating? Rump roast from Bertha. Get out of here. <laughs> so no, can't we do can't it. do that. So <laughs> we kept the cows and God, we had three horses. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it. It's like you pet her no. once. It was like, yeah, I can't. It's yeah, over, I can't, right? I can't. Yeah. She's my family now. So well, yeah. Chick-fil-A, do, they do make cows look kind of cool. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. Yes. First, let me make a statement. Awesome movie. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Okay. So I will go see it. But nice. I want to know what you, what do you take from that movie, from that expe- all that that whole experience? What do you take back with you? Good question. I was going to say that. Actually, great question. <laughs> and Tony, I, I heard it. In, yeah, in the, yeah. I knew it was there in in the air. <laughs> what I took from that experience, first off, from 
the whole shoot was mm-hmm. six weeks. Loved it. Mm-hmm. And that was shot in six weeks. Shot in six that's weeks. C- yeah, that's out in out in the Carolinas. Loved it. What I took from it again is humanity prevails, mm-hmm. and to really take a long look at myself. Mm. Not necessarily, if you will, trying to live up to lofty or standards, but just holding myself, if you will, to a higher standard. Mm. And regardless mm. of what the consequences may be mm-hmm. in certain situations. I mean, again, at the darkest point in our history, 150 years ago, mm-hmm. you had people standing up for what was right. It would be really, really great if more of us decided to do the same. Mm-hmm. And instead of always being at each other's throats, always trying to just post something to get the most amount of likes or the most amount of shares and just make it provocative (laughs) just because, come together a little bit more and really let our humanity in effect and see each other for who we are. I mean, we may be different. We're different. Mm -hmm. We're Mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. Culture. Mm. And mm-hmm. celebrate the differences instead of always being at each other's throats because of them. Yeah. I love the difference. I love, I, I, you know, I grew up, you know, nothing wrong with it, but I grew up in Kansas, mm-hmm. a town of 250 people, mm-hmm. all white, all Christian, you know, two churches in town. Right. It's, mm-hmm. So I loved getting away from there for the fact that, you know, there were different color people, different religions. And I, you know, I did the soul searching, going to different, you know, the Buddhist temple too. And I'm sure <laughs> if anybody back in the hometown would have known I was going to all these different things, they would have been like, oh my God. What if they some holy water right, in, right. in the mail, <laughs> right? <laughs> but Hold I just, this on yourself right now. <laughs> but I just love, you know, Drinking. I loved learning from <laughs> right. other cultures. Mm-hmm. That's why I loved, you know, the, the African American culture, Native American culture, Latino culture. I just, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, right? it's just Man. gorgeous yeah. to learn. And instead of just the same old boring white. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when when I lived on the farm, (laughs) this was an experience. There were two black families total in the in the in the town we lived in, Walkerton, Indiana. We went in the we went in the market. It wasn't a grocery store. We went in the market, and a kid said it was me and my ex husband, and he says, "Daddy." Did they color that color with crayon? That was we were the first (laughs) color that this kid had ever seen. seen. Yeah. Wow. And that that was like twenty years ago. Like wow, for real. And I'm sure there's towns out there that still are like that. Okay, so again, I know we are still talking about the movie, but I got to share this. Okay, we want to hear. We want to hear. I was in I was in Texas, Texas, (laughs) and I actually used to go door to door for a time in my life because I I I attended, if you will, to acting because you get rejection from auditions all the time. So door to door helps thicken up your skin. Mm -hmm. So I was in uh, a town near Fort Worth, Texas. And I was going in. I even forgot what I was selling. But the lady, as soon as I walked in the door, she said, stop, hold up. I don't want anything that you're selling, but can you come in here so I could touch your hair? (gasps) What? I have heard all of these stories about (laughs) the texture of black people's hair, and I just would like to touch this because she was a cosmetologist. Oh, Oh. how funny. And I I said, huh, you know what? Go ahead, girl. And she Oh my goodness! Is this? And I said, "All right, that's good enough." It's like you buying? No, all right, you have a nice day. <laughs> True story, I man. I charged her. <laughs> I know. I right? thought about it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. True story. Yeah, I saw the movie. Let's talk about that movie. <laughs> yes. Well, I think the movie, you know, it, it, it it's so relevant as you said. It like today with, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't know about the, if you get into the politics. I love politics. I always have, mm-hmm. but. 
the some of the front runner runners now, especially on Republican side, <laughs> uh, they but it 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 is giving so many of the people permission because we America has gotten to me politically correct, and and I think some of the front runners of the Republican Party uh, has given permission to drop that veil mm-hmm. and speak the truth truth of their thoughts, their prejudiced and. It's scary as hell to see that we're not as far as we thought. Right. You know, uh, I'm, right. I'm going to relate uh, or I'm going to add on to what you Go said. Go for it. Because I'm not, I, I'm, I'm actually not for PC. I, I, I like the fact for people when they actually I, I express. I would rather know how they feel. Yeah, please tell me exactly <laughs> how you feel. I'm, I'm not yeah. for it because it reminds me of Demolition Man with, Sim- with Sylvester <laughs> Stallone and Wesley Snipes. The movie, if you don't know the movie, just Watch go it. back and see it. Yeah, because it's, it's funny, had the parallels. But yeah, I, um, I, would, I always used to tell people, I'm not as really sure that we're as far along as you think we are. I I think think actually that the percentages of people going all the way back to the beginning of the United States is actually about the same, give or take a percentage point or two. Mm -hmm. It's just whether or not they felt free enough to express what they believed. For example, Mm -hmm. I don't believe that most Americans back during the Civil War and during slavery period were for slavery. I I really don't. A lot of them weren't. Right, but I think because it was the prevailing prevailing thought and the prevailing... um, the piece that you could actually feel free to express during the day was we're we're for it. This helps this agriculture, whatever you want to call it. But mm-hmm. this is the prevailing thought of the day. So this is what we're going to go go with. Now, when it became less popular to express that particular idea, then the other people felt freer to express what they really, really felt. felt. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, but I honestly, Tony and Carl, I don't think that the the percentages have changed much. And I've had these. Uh, these arguments, if you will, with other friends and people like, no, we're more of this, we're more of that. I said, I'm telling you. We're not. I just, I just think it's more the prevailing, uh, the big idea, if mm-hmm. you will, for the day that people feel free to express. And this was before all of the stuff that was happening right now. And then when it started to happen and everybody started spewing all of this hate and this venom, oh, yeah. they came back to me and said, you know what, you might be right. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's just funny that people you never... I mean, I've even met people out here mm-hmm. that, you know, California, we're liberal and we're, you know, so open minded. And then you start talking and they're, not. And, and they're like, you know, well, you know, like, OK, I'm like almost like whisper, like, you know, mm-hmm. for Donald Trump. And then and then, then they start throwing out these like you're like, I never would have thought that about you, that mm-hmm. you felt that way right. about from a race to. To you know the way you think about you know abort, whatever it is, right. Right. it's just like wow. I I would have never thought that person was that way because they were always so nice and this. I mean, not that they're right. not, but it was just I but never see, thought I'm, that I'm deep okay. down. They I'm okay with that. I'm okay with I, it I'm too. I'm one of those people that said, and my friends will tell you, I would be comfortable at a Klan rally. <laughs> now, I need to sheet on. They them, may so not you can't see yeah, me. I was say, <laughs> they may not be, but yeah, <laughs> so wait, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> say a, a black white supremacist. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, but yeah, seriously, I, it's very difficult to offend me, so I don't look for reasons to that's be offended. To and I like uh, people who have and they express different views. It's good to be able to talk to people that have opposing views, right. and at the end of the day, you haven't tried to kill each other, but you like, you know what? I don't agree with you, but I expect I respect you uh, as a person, and I respect the fact that we live in a country that you have to have a right to believe what you believe right. Right. and celebrate. Now, as long as it doesn't infringe upon my rights, it's not 
you know what, you don't believe with me, so you shut it all down. No, that's not what makes this country great. It will mm -hmm. be one, if we all sat and honestly and we believed the same thing, we had to, we would be very bland. Oh, right. So we celebrate, Boring. I love to celebrate the diversity. But there's I love a lot of people that want to be bland. Yeah, and that's, and that's, that's but, scary, yeah. but I think that's on both sides. Oh, both sides, it is. It's like the bell curve. And say so you got the fringes, but every, right. the fringes are the ones that get all the chatter and the talk <laughs> right. and makes all the people in the bell curve think, well, man, wait a minute. But no, these are the fringe thoughts. Mm -hmm. right, right, and right. most of us are here, but the people here are scared to say anything. And I have to say, you know, I'm a, and I'll say it right now, that I'm a Hillary supporter. But mm -hmm. what I like about Bernie is he's stirring the, the pot. pot. Mm -hmm. Yes, he is. He's stirring the pot. And even though, you know, there's a lot of things that I don't believe in what he's saying, I just think that he is, he's... I'm not saying a revolution. He's saying revolution. I don't. I, I think he's just stirring the 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 younger generation that was lying dormant, mm -hmm. that was so wrapped up in their social media, mm -hmm. that were wrapped up in their own, you know, whatever ADD personalities. But I think it's re he's really kind of stirred this new movement. But on the same end, Tony, people say the same thing about Donald. Oh no, I agree. Like, I totally agree. Right, and Thank saying you. he he's doing this and he's shaking up the establishment yep. a little bit, if yeah. you will. It's all interesting political theater. Oh, that's what I love it because yeah. it's almost it's almost like watching theater. Right, but I hope that <laughs> at the just, end of the day, the country is better off somewhere in there because yeah. I, yeah. I, I I don't know. That's the now, part that now, I'm. <laughs> I, I was I was for I was for Hillary for a little while, but I'm in the middle now. I'm like, okay, Bernie, I like this. I like Bernie. Like yeah, I said, I, I don't want to like get Bernie too much, too. and I always right. tell people I don't usually like talking politics because people. <laughs> get really because I can sit and I can and I can be like this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can talk to a Donald supporter and we I can be fine. Mm -hmm. But then some people just get crazy. Yes. Well, I crazy. was I was unfriended on Facebook from I from someone I thought was my friend, but I didn't know she was a Donald Trump. See, but follower. that's the that's so the that's issue. Crazy, right? But you can be you can be I a can, Trump like, supporter. Right. You can be a Hillary supporter. Yeah. You can be a Bernie supporter. But why do you have to cut those people off from your oh, life yeah. just because you disagree? Well, she disagreed. And that's I mean, well, I disagreed. I was like, oh, wow, well, you get to say that. But I had my little spiel, but I didn't fuss her out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some people, but some people but, take it See, real and that's serious. why we like Jim Young. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Because, right. no, but Jim, I have to say, he, because he had a choice. Yes. He did. I mean, he had a choice in this movie to say, no. uh, master, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, I, here's two Union soldiers yes, here, you know, and then call it a day. Call it a day. And he chose to run. He didn't even have a. He didn't have, have to even to run. run. Right, because right, he could have lied. Yeah, and yes. so I found that fascinating right. that he actually because even in the movie that's what they said. You didn't have to right. come with us. Right. And right. then even to that point, like I said, and then the choices he kept making throughout the. I was just like, wow. Right. I mean, well, he there didn't was a choice. To. I'm not going to say he, hmm. he made a choice. He made a choice to do that one thing he did to get that pot stirring. My mouth dropped open. You know what to do. You know I did a I'm few things. <laughs> <laughs> at, at when the lady left the house to go do her thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was like, he you, did that. You know, there's a yeah. there's a part in there that most people miss when they see the film that I've seen from the screenings. And if you go back and watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. There's a very significant piece that happens on the way up to the house that most people. Miss. Now I have to go back and watch. Have to watch it. Gosh, and you look, it. and it will make you scratch your head to try to figure out why that happened. Mm. It's real short, real quick, mm -hmm. but it's it's significant to the relationship between the two people that it takes place between. Okay. It's it's a lot that's unsaid, 
but there's a lot that's said in that moment. Okay, it's okay. I think I got I, it. I, I, I'm almost like reliving it in my, <laughs> in my head. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, okay, now I remember. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yep. Okay, now, yeah. darn you. <laughs> yeah. So again, you got, and also the so cool thing, Friday, okay, so the movie again, it comes out Friday, April 22nd, and yes, it'll be out nationwide, but the other thing that we're doing that's really, really cool, I've never seen done for a film before, we're doing a tour. Oh, good. A tour, really? A tour. It's called Union Bound the Tour. And it kicks off in Franklin, Tennessee on Wednesday, May 11th. Why there? uh, Well, the cities that they chose, and there's going to be 15 of them, uh, kind of run the same route of uh, some of the famous battles of the Civil War. And also some of the... the places where they knew uh, the r- the Underground Railroad existed. Oh, okay. 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 So when you go in, there'll be relics from the film. There'll okay. be Civil War experts. There'll be other Civil War paraphernalia in each one of these cities. That's great. And the cool thing, ab- and then what you, what happens is there's uh, the steel the steel drum troop. They're a national uh, troop that a lot of people know. They go in. I welcome everybody because I'm hosting the thing. Okay. Look at yeah. you. So then they show the film. And then the, from the first place, Cactus, Cactus Moser, who is Winona Judge's husband, right. mm-hmm. he did the most of the score for the film. He okay. also has a small role in the film. He, he and Winona are going to be performing afterwards wow. at the first Damn, show. I'm jealous. Huh? Yeah, so if you want more information, go to unionboundthetour.com. Uh, but 15 cities in less than 30 days. So it's going to be really, really cool. Wow. So you get to see the film. Uh, I'll be there. There'll be other artists. I think Colin Ray uh, will be there. It, it's, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. That's cool. Yes. I want to really go cool. now. <laughs> yeah. Come on, make some, make, I, I make some reservations. I want to go. <laughs> well, before we have about four minutes left, uh, I want to find out, besides this movie, I know you always seem to be working, so is there any other projects you're working on yes. or that we uh, can see you in? Besides uh, the acting thing, I also produce a national comedy tour called the Latin Comedy Jam. And wow. uh, we do shows that from everyone from Carlos Mencia to Paul Rodriguez to our all-star team. Okay. Uh, shout out to HP Entertainment, Mike G. That's my uh, business partner there. And uh, we've got shows coming up uh, in El Paso. Mm. And uh, we're doing a show, I think, with Felipe Esparza. But I've got two films, actually three. I'm supposed to be, I'm shooting a Western called The Deadliest Gun. Mm-hmm. I'm shooting a uh, horror film called Void Finder. Uh, and I'm shooting another true story. Uh, down in Louisiana huh. called Heat on the Delta. Wow. And there's a Void Finder Part 2. There's another from My Heart Dies With You with Michael Waters. So I've got six films, and I produced a uh, show called... a pot t- We shot the TV pilot. It's called Fire and Ice. It's mm-hmm. an 80s-style cop drama mixed in with some 70s black exploitation. <laughs> and it's based in 2016. I never thought that I would do a lead role in a comedy but this is so funny. The two, I'm going to tell you this real quick. With a, one of the guys, his name is Loneman. Mm-hmm. He's Dirty Harry and yeah. every other white cop stereotype you could think of from the 80s. But he's kind of prejudiced, but not really KKK prejudiced, more right. like Archie Bunker, bigoted and prejudiced. <laughs> okay. And my character's name is Aqua Velvet. Oh my god! And he's oh across. <laughs> he's you across sure this in the seventies. It's hilarious, man. And they end up becoming partners. Really? The thing, the thing is, to clean up the streets and fight crime, and it, we take every stereotype, uh, every racism ism that you can think of, and we kind of stand it on its head. So yeah. that, when, and when is this coming out? Uh, that one actually, we're hoping to uh, be out in October. Okay. 
So it's, yeah. Yeah. fire and ice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I'm, I'm very honored to have you here and thank you so much. I, I think you're going to, you're one of those that are going to be around a long time in okay. Hollywood. And thank you. And yes. from just watching, you know, this piece, uh, union bound, definitely talented and congratulations on it because this is one that's, you know, I think, like I said, historically it's important that it's been told yes. for the first time. Yes. And I think it's going to go down in history books, just knowing one you can look back to uh, where, you know, like roots and certain ones that have made an impact on history. Well, from your mouth to God's ears, I know. brother. Okay. <laughs> so Friday, April 22nd. Make sure you guys go see it. And you can go to tankjones.com and also on Twitter is Tank Jones. Uh, Larry Tank Jones. Oh, you Larry. can find me on Twitter and Facebook under Larry Tank Jones. I guess is Larry your... So the funny thing about First Tank name. is I've been Tank since I was one year old. So oh, really? I used to think it's a sports nickname. No. I was <laughs> When I was a kid, I used to run into inanimate objects like walls and deep freezers, hit the wall, fall down, get back up, laugh about it, and run off. So my uncle nicknamed <laughs> me Lil' Tankhead. Oh, how funny. That, that's really funny because my, my youngest son, he's 30. Okay. From birth, we called him Tank because he was so thick. He oh. was like a football player. So we call him Tank as well. Victor. Oh, Jamal. how funny. Nice. Jamal well, what's up, Jamal, a.k.a. Tank. Tank? Did he used yeah. to run into walls and fall down? No, and he still, did not still. do that. He was just, because my first son was thin. He was lanky and thin, and Jamal was thick. And I'm thinking, where's this coming from? So we called him Tank. Oh, we were both thin. Nice. Yeah. And tell us one more time uh, on April 23rd. April 23rd, the Purple Bottom Foundation will be having its first annual brunch. And it's at 11.30 at City Hall in um, Beverly Hills. That's 455, uh-oh, I should know that. 455 Rexford Drive, Beverly Hills, California, April 23rd, 11.30 to 2.30. And we're going to have a ball. Okay. Great call, uh, so go support yes, it. Yes, yeah, yes. Domestic well, violence, let's get rid of it. And Carlita, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. You're going to have to come back again. Absolutely. Yay. And thank you, and oh. congratulations, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. You as well. Antonio, well, you both deserve this. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> the applause, and thank you so much. Uh, well, thank you guys. Uh, every Wednesday right here on UBN Radio, on our Tony Sweet, uh, Carla Renata will be back next week, and I'm sure uh, Carlita is going to come back eventually. I'm yes. hoping maybe guest co-host, because Carla sometimes leaves me in uh, all alone. Just call me. I'll, I'll be here. Okay. And uh, Tank, again, thank you for being here. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, we're out, and stick around for one-on-one -on -one with Jasper Cole. He's coming up. I think he has Jody Watley or something like that on. Nice. I know. Do you want me? <laughs> All right. Well, we're out of here. We'll see you next week. Bye and bye. This has been On Air with Tony Sweet. Don't worry. There's more online. Search On Air with Tony Sweet on iTunes for fast shows and exclusive behind-the-scenes content. On Air with Tony Sweet every Wednesday and Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific. Right here on UBNRadio.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.